This is an Artist Journey podcast, the podcast for people thriving and creating as artists. I'm your host, Malcolm Dewey, and let's begin. Welcome to episode 34 of an Artist Journey podcast. Great to be chatting to you again. And in this episode, I've got a special guest. He's a young South African artist and really an up-and-coming great South African artist in my view and will surely have an international reputation as well. He is primarily a figurative painter and he also does portraits. His drawing is fantastic and you'll find him a fascinating young artist as well. I noticed um, his work online recently and thought it was amazing and he certainly will amaze you with some of his work as well. So without further ado, please let's welcome Sebastian Tiart. Sebastian, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Malcolm. It's what an honor to be here on your, uh, on your podcast. <laughs> Thanks I very feel, much. Um, I'm a great admirer of your work. Uh, thanks, Sebastian. Um, it, and I must say, when I saw your work for the first time on uh, Instagram recently, I was really blown away by the, the quality of your work, and I really enjoyed it, and uh, inspired me to give you a shot and invite you on the podcast to, to tell, Thank you. tell a bit more people you. About, about your work. Uh, well, um, I jumped from genres. Um, you know, sometimes it's more figurative. I enjoy all genres to start off like that. You know, I like figurative work mostly. Um, I enjoy landscape. That's where I get most of my inspiration from. And I do still lives, uh, but mostly uh, figurative. I, I get my most pleasure out of figurative work, storytelling most of the time. Just tell us a little bit uh, about uh, yourself, where you work and uh, when you started with your art. Yeah, well, I I grew up most of um, my life in uh, in Namibia, in a small town called Rundu uh, at the Caprivi area, um, and as I, I drew since I could remember, and then um, I met this one friend. His dad used to work there with my with my dad, and he had some art classes when he were younger. So I I was always drawing outlines, you know. Hmm. Um, never knew anything about shading until he showed me but uh that's where the 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 passions you know bit me so um from there i went to uh, my dad sent me to paul boisai uh, here in paul it's a traditional school where he and my grandparents went and then after that i went to Stellenbosch, studied graphic designing um but didn't finish it you know i i always knew that uh I'll be a, a full-time artist one day, um, self-taught, which is an unfortunate predicament. But uh, um, yeah, that's that's where everything started was uh, in Rundu. <laughs> and uh, currently, you living in the Western Cape? Yeah, I, I live in Somerset um, West. I've got a studio on a small farm, um, Sweetwell Farm. It's between Stellenbosch and uh, Somerset West on the Route 44. So, uh, yeah, that's where I do most of my work, uh, sometimes up to 15 hours a day. It sounds like a, I'm sure it sounds 
It is yeah. a, a beautiful place to stay. Um, yeah. Sebastian, your, um, your work, your current work as, as an artist, are you working full-time? Um, is it a, is a part-time uh, business as well? It used to be part-time uh, about a few years ago. <clears throat> I, I uh, had a small business in the designing or, or signage, but uh, now currently I'm doing it full-time. It's a full-time job. Okay. Um, That's excellent. And it's taken over, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, so you, you said you, you, know, you, you enjoy different genres, but I can see that uh, figurative work um, is uh, probably a real passion of yours as well. But uh, I'm yeah. look, looking at a few of the pictures online of your work, and you, t- you say that you are self-taught as well. So that, that, yeah. that is pretty amazing. Who would you say are your top influences? That can be a, a loaded, uh, that can be a loaded answer. Mm. <laughs> well, um, uh, shoo, the masters, the past masters, people, uh, artists, masters like Rubens um, is a great influence on uh, Rembrandt, uh, Velasquez, um, Caravaggio. Uh, it's usually it's mostly um, Italian Renaissance and the Baroque era uh, artists. That is that's usually my past masters, and it's because of their line work, their composition, the thought process behind it, um, and uh, dynamism. Uh, if I say that right, um, that's that's my biggest influence. Um, and current masters, you know, I've got a few current masters as well, uh, whom I look up to. Um, I don't want to say idealized, you know, uh, uh, my idols. I would like to say I'm my, I'm my own idol. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, p- uh, artists like um, Rob, uh, Rob, uh, Robert Liberati, he is great in his figure work. I mean, his he's, uh, use of values is just, you can see it's masterful. It's something that I truly admire. Mm. You, can, you, can, you can see when... When someone works hard at his work, you know, you see the subtleties in the artworks and you try to figure out as an artist how he does that. And that, you, you can see it's usually just the one answer is by working hard, uh, putting your hours in. Yeah. yeah, so it's usually the past masters and a few living masters of today that uh, I get my inspirations from. Uh, one of your pictures, I see you also use a bit of uh, oil paint as well and uh, it just... Yeah. Uh, it has a you can see there's a you're channeling a bit of uh, Rembrandt there as well, um, yeah, and, and it just makes it all the more astonishing that you have taught yourself such uh, you know old master skills. So no, it's hard, mm. it's uh, it's it's hard, really hard to teach yourself. Eh? Um, it's it's something that I didn't wish. I, I wish I've, I've only heard about academies and ateliers long after I've studied graphic designing. You know, it was actually like a day of, it was a very sad day for me when I saw that. If I knew that I would, would have probably taken that route uh, to go study overseas. Um, uh, but teaching yourself, it's uh, in, in my field, in my line, um, or I, I guess in any line, if it's landscape, if it's uh, still lives, if it's figure work, it's, it's a very hard thing to do. I've got a lot of respect for those who really try by themselves. It's not an easy road. 
Uh, no, definitely not. But I suspect that uh, you're going to reap the rewards of your own uh, oh, yeah. dedication and you know the, oh, definitely. the the ability to start each day and get to work is probably one of the major talents that a, a successful artist will have to have. Just on that, what would you say is your your current motivation? You know what uh, what inspired you to go into this full time? What inspired me is just my passion for art, uh, passion for for creating, um, putting my own thoughts into it, doing something that I can call I've done it. You know, mm. um, uh, that's I've I've never whenever I do a job, uh, even when I was a designer, I I tend to do something by myself. Uh, I don't like involving other people for, for some reason I don't trust. So it was always better for me to do something that I can call it's mine. But um, what inspires me every, every day, it's, it's, it's more of a personal, a personal feeling, you know, personal mm -hmm. thought that I want to put into my art, uh, create mm -hmm. something with it, with, uh, some sort of backstory or feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and then, I never know what the outcome might be. Uh, I never know what's going to happen tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, or even, the, even in the future. So it's kind of a gamble. Uh, but I enjoy every moment of it, uh, every hour, every second of it. And in fact, mm -hmm. sometimes up till 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the mornings, I enjoy mm -hmm. uh, creating, uh, studying, um, experimenting. Um, that's, that's my inspiration. Yeah. As I say, you know, art for the sake of art. Um, you you yeah. don't really need any other reason. You just need to get working. Yeah, exactly. If we can look at your subject matter, Sebastian, you, you know, as I see, there's sort of a um, lot of classical figures and then there's also um, conceptual work. Um, it looks like you, as you say, uh, stories, Mythical figures, yeah, etc. Um, yeah. What, what would what would you say when you when you talking about subject matter? What are your sort of main areas that you always seem to fall back on, or, or main subjects that you love to fall it back? Would, on? It would always be figure uh, figure work, but with a combination of of uh, sort of landscape. Uh, interfusing with the figure um, or nature um, interfusing with 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 a figure you know I remember my dad always uh, my dad's a, a businessman you know he started writing poems a few years ago so I can actually call him an artist as well but uh, he always as since I was young uh, a small boy he, he used to tell me to paint everything and anything um, so it's very hard for me to stuck with only one thing, uh, you know, I, I enjoy anatomy. Um, I enjoy the, the movement of the figure, but just to stuck with only that, uh, with only figures, it's, it's a bit hard for me just to do mm. figure work. So I would like, or I try to, sometimes I fall back to doing the figure infused with the nature. And sometimes I do that from memory uh, with no reference uh, whatsoever. That's actually ideal for me is to, to do everything from memory, from imagination. Mm. That is actually what I would walk, uh, which I intend to go forward with in the future is to work totally from imagination. 
um, for me, I've, I've, I've really feel that I'm putting a lot more of myself into my work when I work from imagination. You, you say that uh, also storytelling is important and looking yeah. at your, looking at your pictures, I can see that it, many of them, it almost is as if you are illustrating a story and you could even, I'm sure, create a book of illustrations and an accompanying yeah. story as well. Is, is that something you're thinking about or have you done something like that? Of, of course, um, you know I've got I've got hundreds of sketchbooks full of drawings. Um, I have thought about prints. Um, I have thought about books. I have thought about making books only of my sketches. Um, it's actually an idea I've seen from a lot of my um, from from artists that I that I admire. They always do these books of their rough works and their um, preliminary, preliminary sketches and, and paintings before they do their large paintings. And uh, yeah, I've, I've thought about doing some sort of book that I could sell um, like a coffee table uh, book with uh, a lot of my works or my processes of yes. how I um, get to my final product. Um, so yeah, definitely. It's definitely something that I'm looking into. Let's turn to um, that other topic that uh, that many artists try to avoid. But um, if you're working full time, you have to also think about the the business of art. And um, I'm constantly meeting artists who struggle with that, or they're not quite sure how to go about it. Especially, um, let's say in South Africa, that has quite a, a smaller art market. How have you found this experience of of branching into full time art? What's yeah. you, what's been hasn't been a struggle? It's yeah, it's definitely. I think uh, I fall I fall into all the uh, you know don'ts of of art marketing uh, since I've started it uh, from uh, the wrong way of representing your work to a gallery um, from. Uh, doing a business uh, or underquoting a job, I've, I've fallen fallen into all of those traps. Um, but till today, I've I've done most of my work to through private people, uh, people that know know me for a while, um, people that have heard about me. But I've never, mm. I don't really have a gallery that represent re- represent my work, uh, and I'm currently looking for one. Mm. But um, it's been hard. It's been very hard. It it actually t- takes more time. It takes, you know, thirty thirty percent of the, your day should be uh, doing work, uh, and seventy percent of uh, that's left. You have to market your work. I think mm. marketing is one of your greatest tools, especially in in the in the century in the generation that we live in, with the internet. I mean, uh, it's something that I I wasn't very familiar with, but um, I'm getting into it. Uh, so it's mostly marketing online. You don't really need a gallery today to represent your work. If you have the, if you have the social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, I mean, you can target such a variety of, of clients, uh, viewers. Uh, I mean, at the end, you just have to, to get as much viewers as possible. Uh, that's the only way you're going to sell your, your work. Um, so, uh, Currently, I'm I'm doing most most of my work is private, and not really through a gallery. And I'm I'm currently doing a series of work that I want to represent uh, 
for a, for a gallery, a portfolio that I'm putting together to, to show a gallery just to get my, my name out there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it will also help if I know what, what, cli- what clients I have or what I'm dealing with, it will probably help me in a, in a more, in a better, in a direction that I could open my mind with, with, with genre or uh, mediums. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a hard, but it also has its successes as well. Yeah, that, that is pretty much, I think what you, what you are saying is exactly the route from the mistakes and the successes everyone um, has to go through to, to yeah. find their unique direction. I yeah. think perhaps one of the hardest dilemmas that artists have to face is do they focus exclusively on gallery representation because that is the way it's, it's always been done in the past or do they make their own uh, path and uh, leave their options open? I think yeah, that's... Well, Malcolm, yeah. I also have to give, you know, so much credit to uh, to my fiance. you know, since I met her, you know, she has helped. I, you know, they always say... Um, you you're only as successful as what what's that saying? You're you're only as successful as the the partner you choose, yeah. or the your your wife next to you standing next to you. But you know I have to give credit to her as well. She's she's helped me a lot um, with my work as well. Setting up, you know, getting the foundation right in 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 uh, art is very important. For instance, the small things like uh, making an eggshell sheet or getting a fixed price per square centimeter, just something that's stable mm. uh, that you can work on that has improved my, my, my art so much. Giving a person a fixed price, for instance, instead of falling around with your prices, um, foundations like that, um, mm. yo, I have to uh, give her credit for it as well. Oh, that's excellent. Um, you definitely do need support. Yeah. And uh, if you if you don't have someone on your own side, it's going to be a, an uphill battle. Sebastian, do you are also just looking at uh, your figure studies. Are you including portraiture as well? Yeah, portraiture. Okay. Any figure of portraiture yeah. is where, you know, where it all starts. Mm. I enjoy portraiture. Okay, so uh, anyone who's looking for portrait work, they can also contact you for commissions? Definitely. um, On Instagram or or on Facebook, you can always contact me for a quotation or consultation for portraiture. I enjoy portraiture a lot. As far as your experience with marketing um, channels, I know you've spoken a bit about that already. Yeah. And... uh, Looking at it from a South African point of view, um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, any particular favorite uh, channel there? Have you? What's your experience been as from the point of view of business um, using these channels? What has worked for you better? Well, Facebook at this moment, face currently, Facebook is doing a much better job for me. Uh, get a lot of questions or a lot of. Um, What's the word? Uh, commissions through fa- through Facebook. Most of my of my works are through Facebook. Okay. Um, it's an easy platform for uh, for clients to contact me. 
But when it comes to viewings, uh, viewers and questions about my process, uh, it's mostly Instagram. Instagram is the, is the upcoming uh, social media that uh, I'm tapping into apart from Facebook. Yeah, that, that's actually, I think you've probably hit the, the nail on the head there. Um, Instagram is more about, as you say, the process. People want to see what, you, what you're doing and, and how yeah. you do things, whereas Facebook is probably more about connecting with actual potential yeah. customers. Creative blocks and facing each day. How do you deal with those days when you don't want to do any work or you, you're not feeling it? You're getting a little bit irritated. <laughs> how, do you, yeah, well, uh, how do you get, your, get yourself your butt in the seat again? Well, no, I get that a lot. Um, mm. You know, creative blocks, struggles, and, and thoughts. Uh, sometimes I've, I've got a problem with overthinking everything. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that Einstein warned you about. You know, <laughs> stay away from from people that that gets problems for every solution. Um, but but there's not a day that goes by that I don't draw. I draw every single day of my life. There's uh, I've got, like I've said, I've got sketchbooks and sketchbooks full of drawings. And if I don't feel motivated, I'll make myself motivate. You know, I'll get myself into motivation. I'll, I'll sit on my couch or I'll go to the nearest park. I'll go draw something. And, you know, 20 minutes into a drawing, you, you feel like you're ready for the day. Um, so that's basically how I would get into my, in my, into my working station, onto my seat, doing a painting. Uh, if I don't have a painting, I would make a painting out of nothing. Um, uh, that's why I say it's, it, my ideal world would be to paint from imagination. Mm. Uh, that takes a lot of discipline into drawing a lot so that you get, because art, you know, art is just another language. It's, it's a, the more you do it, the, the better, the, the fluent, the more fluent you will talk it. Mm. Um, so I draw as much figures or I draw anything as much as I can, but I actually call it doodling. That's a better word for it. It's, it's, I, I believe you have to doodle yourself into mastery. Um, whenever I've got a creative block, I'll just do a few drawings in my sketchbook and then off to the studio. Um, and then I would work on, on an idea or experimentation, but I paint and draw every single day. And then there's also the, the seven uh, whys, you know, uh, I've, I've heard about this once, uh, the seven whys. Whenever you, you, uh, you want to create something, you have to ask yourself why seven times mm. until you've got an answer and then you do it. So, yeah, that's, but mostly drawing. I think drawing just, doing a drawing or two, I'm motivated for, for my day. It also does remind me, uh, now the, the name of the artist escapes my mind, but um, someone said, probably was Picasso, or someone like that who always yeah. had, a, had a comment about it and something about uh, don't wait for inspiration, just get to work yeah. and inspiration finds you, you know? I know exactly mm. what you mean. Yeah, no, I've heard it before. It is true. Mm. Um, but uh, yet again, then you have someone like William Bogero that, I mean, he um, his morning routine, as I understand, was he went out for a, for a tea in his garden 
did a few drawings in his sketchbooks and then he would go off to work and when that painting's finished uh, he's got a line of sketches in his sketchbook ideas to do the next painting with you know so his work never stops so i i believe uh, good planning would get you out of uh, the mental block the artist block mm. uh, if you do good planning the night before or the, use your weekends to plan your week's work you you will you will not have a mental block um, that is that's also something that we have to um, think about uh, prioritization is uh, uh, prioritization and persistence is is the key uh, to success yeah absolutely persistence would you describe yourself as someone who works at night or or you're a morning person yeah well no definitely night um, but which is i don't believe a good habit um well, it depends probably from artist to artist, but I, I, I am really trying to stand up as early as possible. Uh, it doesn't always happen. You know, once, once I get to bed at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock and an and idea hit me, I know it's going to be a long night. And that's why I actually moved my studio out of my house mm. uh, to a farm away from, from my house, you know, just to get back into that routine of standing up early in the morning. Cause that's unfortunately that is just the best way uh, for me in my experience that I, that I do my best work is when I stand up early in the morning fresh, but there is artists that works at night and that who is huge, huge, which made a huge success of their work. So it depends from person to person. Yes. Um, uh, when, whenever I want to do a work, I, uh, you know, I do work from photos references, which is not ideal. Mm. But um, uh, ideal world for me, if I don't work from imagination, is from life. And unfortunately, you can only do that during the day mm. uh, when everyone else is awake or when you've got a model. Uh, um, so at the moment, let me tell you, it's, uh, the answer would be up till, uh, you know, you can say now it's up to 11 o'clock. So it's mostly from about 12 o'clock in the evening till 11, 11 o'clock at night with people that I'm mm. seated. Sebastian, you yeah. you may have had some setbacks or uh, failures along the way that uh, perhaps at the time must have been difficult to deal with. But uh, they always say, um, look at the setbacks or failures that have taught you the most and have actually worked out and been the most beneficial to your career. Um, is there anything that stands out that you have learned from uh, what was a potential setback that you've turned around into a success? There's, there's a whole list of failures. You know, um, the, only, the only way I can answer that is uh, if you look at my, my work, you can crit it yourself. I can only thank my failures for that. that it's the only way for, it was the only way for me to, there's, there's, there, there was quite a few failures in my life. Um, you know, I was I was never shown the the ropes when it comes to to the art industry. Yeah, I I actually know what you mean, and you know, as you yeah. say, each each work that you have done, that maybe you have not been happy with a particular work, but you've gone on to the next one and solved the problem. Would you describe yourself as very self-critical? Or do you go easy on yourself and and you just keep keep plugging away? No, I'm 
I'm very I'm I'm my worst enemy when it comes to my work. Um, no, I'm self-critical. Mm. It's uh, no, it's it, it's very hard for me because I would do a painting, for instance, and I would get halfway through, and I would get cold feet over my work. Um, but then I would go back and I would finish it. You know, the the most important thing about doing art is is the finishing and. As I've heard, the, the best way to improve is to sell your work. Mm. Um, so the first step is always to finish your artwork, no matter how bad it is. Mm. At least you've got something to work, um, uh, something to show for what you've done. But there's a lot of paintings that I've uh, defaced and then re uh, did a new painting on top of it and then defaced again, which was a a bad habit, but uh, yeah, like you said, that was one of my, that is probably one of my failures. Um, but uh, it's always uh, important to finish it. Um, it sounds so, like um, maybe you also have a bit of uh, that perfectionist ideal and perfectionists never <laughs> feel that they have finished the painting. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, uh, like Jeff Jones, um, is one of my, uh, illustrator that I re really like. Uh, he always said in the impressionist world, there's no real start and there's no real finish. There's only uh, a stage of abandonment, mm. and it's it's hard to to fall into that kind of because um, he never knew how his painting's gonna look. Yeah. Uh, he just started it, and then there was time to abandon it, and then if uh, you know a couple of months later he would look at it again and then he would say oh no i don't like that and then you redo it and then it then it's perfect actually a few months after he finishes the painting yeah. but um i am i am my real uh, my worst critic but uh at the end if you finish it that is at least something um, to show exactly um do you do the thing where you work on a painting and you don't particularly like it maybe even hate it today and then Tomorrow you walk into the studio and you think maybe it's not too bad after all. But it's always looking at, at it with fresh eyes. You feel, okay, there is something here. But when uh, you're actually working on it, you think you've completely messed it up. Oh, yeah, no, that happens a lot. Um, mm -hmm. uh, just the other day I did like a small portrait, which I didn't like at all. Um, I actually wanted to just chuck it away. Um, luckily my, my fiance stood in front of me, but, uh, I hanged it up and I went out next day, came back and then I posted it on Instagram and it was actually, it was, you know, that's the other thing is I've got more than triple the likes on that portrait, that small portrait that I've done than any yeah. other of my work, uh, that, which is crazy. I've, that was actually, yeah. Mm. So it happens a lot. It yeah. happens a lot. And then of course there's works which I think it's a masterpiece and then you know, after a month when I look at it at it again, it's just like how could I've how could have I just did that work? It, it's not the kind of um work that I want to show people. Mm. Um so yeah, so it's it's been both ways for me. Mm. You know, when you are trying something Maybe you're doing a familiar subject, but um, you yeah. are just, it just goes in a different direction and you've actually broken out of a comfort zone you've been in and the painting turns into something uh, special 
without you even really understanding it at the time. But, you know, then you look at it a few days later and everybody loves the work. So uh, sometimes things happen spontaneously like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, it happens a lot. Um, yeah. No, it happens quite quite often with me when I do something out of my comfort zone and then, you know, people would just like the, the artwork that I've done. Mm. Um, no, it does. It does. And it's actually enjoyable when I see that. You know? yes. You've been working, uh, as you say, professionally for a couple of years now, um, but mostly all your life. But let's, let's have a look in sort of the recent times when you have you've made this leap now into a professional career. What would you say, looking back, has been your best investment that you've made, either about your career in general or about your actual art process? Um, what, was that, what was that thing you, you did or tried out that has given you the best return? Probably time. And, mm. um, time, in, time in my seat working that was probably my best investment that i could have done to my work um, yeah. uh, practicing studying you know uh, i always see it as studying uh, some would see it as creating art i see it as studying um, mm. so that's probably my my biggest uh, investment in my art is to, to uh, and of course there's there's times that i have to sacrifice i have to sacrifice a lot um which I can always see as an as a investment as well into my art. What would you say has been one or two of your sacrifices maybe that someone else could recognize as well? Well, uh, I used to have a, a signage company uh, just when I finished, uh, when, I, when I went out of Stellenbosch, uh, back to, uh, when I finished uh, studies in Stellenbosch and uh, I moved back to Namibia and I started a small signage company with my dad. The signage company had a great potential, a good potential for the future. You know, I could have had a, a car that I wanted, uh, could have had the house that I wanted. But it was just something that didn't, that didn't make me happy, that didn't fulfill me at all. Mm. And uh, it's actually also the time that where, I, where I had access to Wi-Fi and I could do research and where I found these academies overseas. And um, it took me about four years of, uh, of preparing myself. How am I going to explain that to my dad? Um, I, I knew for a fact I'm going to lose a lot mm. um, if I'm going to change into a full-time artist because that's the one thing that I knew for sure was that if I want to master something, I have to put in the time. Yes. And I just couldn't see uh, a good future doing uh, uh, doing signage uh, part-time or full-time and doing art part-time or either around. I had to invest everything that I have all my time into art because mm. um, I, what, what happened was I saw all these genres um, on, on, and techniques. By that time, I, I painted and I drew, but it was arbitrary. You know, it wasn't, um, it was one of, one of those things when, when you start looking at these artists and their processes, you, you start from scratch. You basically feel like you can't paint anymore. Mm. You can't draw anymore. So it took me about four years to get myself ready uh, emotionally and physically to, mm. to explain to my dad I would rather be a full-time artist. Uh, 
I don't want to be in the signage business. So we closed down. Um, at that time, I had to go work. I had to go work for, for other signage companies just to make enough because I was planned to move to South Africa from Namibia by, uh, at that time. So I had to go work for other signage company. And me and my dad, we, we weren't talking too much at that time. Um, <laughs> so it was a very, very big set, uh, setback for me. Um, uh, so I stayed in Wintook, actually divorced my ex-wife in Wintook back then. And I was actually planned to move to South Africa Mm-hmm. Uh, get some money together in Wintook and then move to South Africa to start a full-time career here in South Africa. So while well, it didn't happen the way I planned, <laughs> so I divorced, uh, moved back to Rundu, uh, to my dad's place. Uh, so um, stayed there for about a year and a half where I really invested into my art and then uh, got a, got a few large commissions from hotels and uh, I took that money and moved to South Africa. And uh, that's where everything started opening up for me. Um, you know, taking taking a massive risk like you did, you could have gone the easy route and yeah. held on to a sure income. Yeah. But then you would have always been unfulfilled and perhaps very unhappy, certainly very unhappy. And then, but uh, taking, just taking the risk, was step number one and then following through with it the second big step yeah. sticking to it and uh and, now and it leads to good paths yeah. you know it leads to uh, to positive paths uh, everything since i've been in south africa people that i've met mm. um it, artworks that i've created the environment everything it was you know that setback is an investment um mm. itself uh, getting yourself out to do something that you like, no matter what others think about it. I think that's an investment in itself. Definitely. And my dad accepted it. Of course, my dad supported me now. He supports me. He's actually one of my biggest supporters at the moment. Uh, I've, never, I've never thought that would happen, but mm. he's actually today one of my biggest supporters standing behind me, uh, except for my, for my fiance. Uh, my parents are just, they are so supportive. Uh, I think that if if you have parents that support you uh, as an artist, I mean, mm. that goes a long way. You know, it's so fantastic to, to hear that, Sebastian, and you definitely are fortunate to have, you know, all of that uh, loving support behind you because the thing with art is you're not selling a sure thing. It's not like you are selling things out of a shop that everybody Afraid. needs. You know, you're not selling groceries or clothing. Yeah, Um, of course, it's luxury. Yeah, you're selling a, um, well, it could be a luxury for some, it's a necessity, but you're you're selling something that you have a lot invested in emotionally and you're always trying something out for the first time and you don't know what the reaction is going to be. So if you've got self-doubt, which I think every artist has to deal with, it helps to have support behind you to say you know your work is your work is worthwhile so you know stick with it i'm blessed when it comes to that at the moment <laughs> absolutely definitely yeah and it comes to when you're not uh, creating art um, would you describe yourself are you a, for instance a book reader or are you more of a movie fan 
<laughs> I have to regretfully say that I'm a movie fan, uh, not much of a reader. The only time I read is when it's about other artists or when I'm uh, going through anatomy books or reading okay. a, a life story of Rembrandt or, or something. But movies, I would, I would go for movies. It's, it's actually the lazy way of seeing a big Rembrandt or a big Caravaggio. Okay. Uh, but yeah, reading is the best, of course. Oh, so tell us uh, your top top three movies. Can you think of them? I'm one of those guys that can tell you I've never watched Star Wars, uh, and I don't want the listeners to judge me about that. I, I've never watched Star Wars, and I want to watch Star Wars, so maybe that can become one of my favorite movies. <laughs> but I'm I'm a I'm a guy that really get attached um, to movies that get your interest immediately. And it keeps your interest right through the movie up till the end. This is going to be a bit cliche, but my my favorite movies would be the Titanic, of course. Mm. Um, I enjoy the Titanic. It's a it's an era that I wish I could have lived in. And uh, the other night we we watched The Notebook, and I I've, I've actually put that on my list as being one of my favorites, just because it catches my attention from the start right till the finish. Okay. And then, um, you know, there's, uh, what other movie can I, and then there's, you know, there's a few, but I can't get to their names at the moment, yeah. but there's a, a couple of movies that I would watch and rewatch and rewatch if I could, yes. um, a couple of action movies, a couple of Western movies that I really enjoy. Uh, actually I, I don't have so much of a, of a, a, um, favorite movie, but I've got, I've got something about favorite actors okay. um, I'm, I'm drawn to certain actors um, Such the as. way they act uh, female I would say um, uh, Angela Jolie mm -hmm. uh, oh no sorry uh, Jennifer Anderson that's one of my favorite female actors okay. um, I just enjoy the way they act um, and then of course male there would be Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, um, what is the other one? <laughs> the guy that plays in the Pirates of the Caribbean. <clears throat> uh, Johnny Depp. As, yeah, Johnny Depp. Oh my gosh, that guy can really, he can set you in a different mood. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm more drawn to actors because I probably see it as they've mastered, they've mastered the, the art of acting. Right. So, um, Sebastian, getting to people who want to contact you or see your art, tell us how they can go about that, uh, what uh, channels they can find you on, and if they can contact you directly or visit a studio or anything like that. Well, all my information is on Facebook and on Instagram, so they can always follow me on um, Sebastian Tiart, a traditional artist on Facebook, and then okay. Sebastian Tiart, artist on Instagram. Um, they can always pop me an inbox and um, I, I respond quite quickly. I take, when I, whenever I do art, I take a, a break every 35 minutes for about five minutes and then I go through my Facebook and like okay. comments that people have, uh, viewers have made and answer questions and respond to emails. So um, I'm always available and they can get my phone number from there. Of course, they can WhatsApp me um, any time of the day. And, um, yeah, I'll I'll probably soon start with workshops as well. So I will. I'm just looking for a a station or a location where I can 
do give some art classes. So I would uh, probably advertise that soon as well. Um, from figure work, portraiture to landscapes to mm. still lifes. Uh, I'll put those notes on published podcast as well. So anyone can just click, click through there and check you out. And, you know, I have thank to you. say, Sebastian, that uh, I think your your Instagram account is really going to take off because as soon as people start looking at your work, they are going to be following your every move. And I'm, I'm pretty certain that uh, your career as well is going to take off. I think anyone can uh, see straight away that you've got a great future as an artist in South Africa and, and internationally Thank as well. There's no Thank doubt. You. Um, Thank you very much. It's a good compliment. <laughs> no, Thank it's, you. no, it's, it's um, well-deserved. Sebastian, thanks very much for joining me on my podcast today. Honor. Thank you very much of for course. inviting me. No, fantastic. I want to thank Sebastian Tiart for being my special guest on the show today. If you want to get in touch with uh, Sebastian, look him up on Instagram at Sebastian Tiart Artist. That is T-H-E-A-R-T, pronounced Tiart. So that's Instagram, Sebastian Tiart Artist. Or you can find him on Facebook as Sebastian Tiart Traditional Artist. Have a look at his work and uh, I encourage you to follow him as well on Instagram and Facebook. As usual, this show brought to you by Learn to Paint with Impact, my foundation painting course. You can find out more about these courses on my website at malcolmdeweyfineart.com. Just look for painting courses. There's a whole range as well for um, other topics including acrylics as well. Um, if you want to find out a bit more about the business of art, I've got some information there as well as courses for artists looking for a little bit more information about uh, marketing their work. So I hope to chat to you again soon on this podcast. And uh, if you are interested in being a guest on the show or recommending someone as a guest, Please don't hesitate to contact me. You can just pop in uh, once again to my website. Just send me a contact message or maybe uh, message me on social networks as well. And uh, we can take it further from there. Thanks again for joining me. And please be sure to subscribe to the show so you're notified of the next episode. And until then, cheers for now.